Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Sheep No More. I'm going to get right into this with the Common Core, try to get through this. You know, I don't know if my 30 minute timeline is either a, is a curse or a blessing, because it seems the more that I research things, I need more time. Condensing it is always good because it leaves you the opportunity and the room to research this stuff yourself because like I said don't listen to me do this research on yourself and I, I mean that's my goal I, w- I want to get this stuff out there I want you guys to research because I'm telling you that's that's the only way that I learn it's the only way I learned in high school um, going to church um, had a great Sunday school teacher when I when I first started going to church um, he just um, he would just say things and just challenge us to read and to study ourselves and you know that's the best way to do this stuff. Um, anyway, the um, it, you know it's a common belief that uh, most parents believe that the public school system is religiously neutral, uh, societally neut- neutral, I guess. Um, and they exist only to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, you know, the three R's. But this is, uh, this is far from the truth. There's definitely an agenda here, and the more that I research this stuff, it just, it just pops out clearer and clearer each time I get uh, as far into this stuff. Um, the federal government, the Department of Education, the socialist uh, elected officials that we have, um, there's there's definitely a true agenda here. Um, I don't know if it's possible to go past indoctrination, but it really is indoctrination, but I believe it's even more than indoctrination. I guess um, it's easier to be fooled and somebody to convince you that you have been fooled. I believe Mark Twain said that. So anyway, um, looking into this, I, I want to start with this agency that's uh, it's called Gleason. It's, uh, it's an acronym, G-L-S-E-N. It means Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. They are an agency or an organization or whatever you want to call it that's working with the government not only to indoctrinate um, LGBTQ propaganda, but it normalizes it. Um, it normalizes the behavior, which is worse. You know, you can teach it all you want, um, but when you start to normalize this stuff, it's the old frog in the boiling water analogy, I guess. You, how do you, how do you boil a frog? Well, one one degree at a time, right? You just gradually turn it up and. He doesn't know he's getting hotter. He doesn't know he's about to explode, I guess, uh, until it's too late. You know, it just, that that's what happens. You little by little by little. And remember, you know, this stuff is starting as early as first and second grade. So you have 12 years to do this. Um, and if you look at, I mean, that's the most important part of their lives. You know, we know two years old, three years old. They start getting their cognitive skills, but you know they're really they're really sponges at, at this time. So they've they have 12 years to do this stuff. 
Um, so this is an agency working with the government, like I said, not only to you know indoctrinate LGBT propaganda, but normalize it. Um, this is uh, this is crazy. I was watching a video um, on YouTube. A buddy of mine sent me, and it was a seminar with two ladies speaking, talking about okay, rabbit trail. They're talking about how. You know, pedophilia is just a sexual orientation. You shouldn't be ashamed. It's just like, you know, a man loving a woman, a woman loving another woman. And um, I'm sorry I'm getting off track here, but this is what this kind of stuff leads to. It normalizes things that are against God, things that are against the Bible. You know, Romans chapter 1, if you guys have any doubt about how wrong this is, and listen... It's a sin, just like anything else. Okay, I'm not. I'm not sitting here um, saying, you know, if you're practicing this stuff, you're going to hell. There is this great God that sent His Son to die for you, and if you believe in that and you repent of your sins, it's it's never too late to get out of this stuff. You know, you're. It's it's completely up to you. What do you believe is true? And I've said this a hundred times. What is your worldview? Is it a biblical worldview or is it a societal worldview? Well, when you're taught this stuff in, in, the, in the classroom and you're taught this nonsense, it becomes reality. So nonsense is reality. It's like I see a truck going, or my parents see a truck going down the road, and they tell me from the time I was three years old that that's a refrigerator. And I get to grade school, and somebody tries to tell me it's a truck. I'm, I'm not going to believe it. You know, um, that's a refrigerator, and that's what's being that's what's being done here. Um, these um, this organization has chapters in most major cities and this is their agenda that is to get the LGBTQ propaganda into the school system and you can teach this stuff in any class you're you know you can teach it in reading you can teach it in literature you can teach it in typing class it gives um, they are it gives the the teachers the you know the authority to to do this stuff and let me stop here I know a lot of teachers and I am not getting on teachers I'm really not they're just like just like police there there's there's bad police there's bad doctors there's bad trash men okay there's bad teachers and you know it really only takes one or two to do this stuff to really mold your kid because men love darkness rather than light you know we were born in sin that's what we that's what we go to you know we we love the darkness we don't like for our sins to be exposed we are we are sinful creatures so it only takes a few I listen I'm not bashing teachers uh, I, I'm really not um, so basically I could go on a soapbox here LGBT are considered courageous you come out you're going against the grain you're doing something unpopular or 
unethical or just plain plain sick, you can remember Saul Linsky. Uh, they love the underdog, man. We, we love people that go against the grain. We love people that are the underdogs. I mean, go after that because, you know, you will... Um, you'll get uh, you'll get popular. And by the way, my, my just uh, mention my Sunday school teacher. I remember him saying, "If your child is popular in school, well, you better find out why." Okay, because that's just the way we were all kids once. We know we know what the, we know what happens. You know when you. It was small stuff when you were kids. You know, you were the one that was going to pull pull the fire alarm, or you were the one that was going to, you know, do whatever. You know, you were you were the man. But um, anyway, back to back to this. So they're called courageous. They're called. It's called a wonderful decision. It's normal. But you know what? You're changing people's minds. You're changing people's perspectives. And that's what this is. Um, I said earlier that a great teacher would teach you the basics, teach you the foundations. And what separated you from the other students were was you were, you were going outside the box. You were going to um, go further with this. That's all you have to do with, with this stuff, too, is you just lay the foundations and like a moth into the flame, kids will go to it. Um, so some statistics on the LGBTQ. We don't have a lot of, you know, I guess this hasn't been going on that, that long. But study in 2012, and this was the, the transgenders. I'm gonna, I want to, this is... Um, close to my heart. I don't want to, um, I get, I get emotional when I talk about this. Um, just, just know that has, this has come close to my family, real close to my family. You know, after the surgery, um, 25% suicidality rate in 2012, uh, 2020, it's 33% today, trending up, climbing. Levels of depression is off the charts. Um, Giving children um, ADHD medicine—that's a you know—that's a thing of the past. I mean, there there are so many children that are on antidepressants. Um, I believe the number is over sixty percent if you add the Ritalin or the ADHD medicine and the antidepressants onto this. I believe it's like 62, 63%. Um, you guys check me on that. Uh, I always encourage you to check me on that. So you can't imagine what this stuff does. Why is the suicides happen? Why is the levels of depression um, climbing? Well, I was reading an article and it said you cut yourself off from your identity. Well, that may be true. But I believe it goes deeper than that. I believe when you cut yourself off from God, your conscience knows. I'm telling you, if 
if you read the Bible, I'm another rabbit trail here. There is no such thing as an atheist because God has given us a conscience. He has given us a spirit of worship. Whatever we worship, we, we will worship something, whether it's money, whether it's a sports team. We have that spirit in us, and that is ingrained. It's embedded into us by God, the spirit of worship. Along with that conscience, you know. I was having a discussion with my wife, and she was going over uh, a conversation she had with somebody that she was just giving them some facts, and they instantly turned aggressive. And she says, why, why do people do that? I said, well, they're, they know they're wrong. They have nothing to say. Their conscience is telling them, but their pride is letting them, letting them go. They are not going to admit they're wrong, but they know. Guys, we have a conscience, okay? And that's cutting yourself off from God. And it's, it's very simple. It's, it's not complex. Yeah, you, you lose your identity. A lot of these suicides that are happening with, um, with people are, and the reason the numbers are climbing is because time goes on and these numbers will continue to climb. They will not get any lower. It's just like the COVID. These numbers aren't going to get any lower, people. The more people you test, the more it goes up, the more the numbers rise. Simple, basic math. These numbers are not going to go down. They are only going to go up. Same with this. We do a study in 2025. Unfortunately, this 33% might be somewhere around 40%. Okay. Common Core is teaching this stuff to your kids. They are allowing these programs, allowing these issues be taught to your kids remind me to never ever tell you something's going to be three parts again when I do that just let that go in one ear and out the other because I really didn't imagine when I dove into this common core what I was actually going to find and it's just, it's beyond amazing. It's beyond debauchery than anything I ever imagined. I thought, you know, we were just going to come on here and talk about a little bit of indoctrination and move on to uh, homeschooling. We've talked about education. We're going to move on to current news. But good grief, that ain't the, <laughs> God, that's not even close. There's so much here. So let's move on. While people, you know, you have the right especially in this country, to believe whatever you wish to believe. Um, when tax dollars are concerned, though, um, as they are in the public school system, all taxpaying citizens must have a right to input. That's how those tax dollars are used, don't you think? I mean, sounds sensible. The use of private citizens' money to teach young children that they should, you know, reject God reject the God-given gender in favor of their own choice is not appropriate use of the public school funds. Am I, am I crazy? That's why the Department of Education has to go. Indoctrination is not just a prerogative of 
the civil government. At any time, I guess, the government has used the influence to reshape the minds of the young youth, but here, good night, man. It's very, very wrong. We heard a lot about Common Core when it was getting off the ground, the implementation of Common Core. Remember, the Common Core State Standards, that's what it's really called. Remember, little, uh, don't look here. It's got state standards in it. Anyway, is one way that many of the states and school districts are making efforts to ensure quality education for the students. That was what they were saying. As a parent, quality education for my student, we're just doing things a little bit different. Heck yeah, man, I'm all in, right? But the examples that I just showed you demonstrate how this is just, it's wrong on a financial level, it's wrong on a government level, it's wrong on a biblical level. It is wrong on every level to teach your children that you can love whoever you want to love God or when you want to get into this stuff it makes me sick I'm going to stop there you know what I'm trying to say I just want the parents who believe that the public school system is like it was when they went to school when Leave It the Beaver was on that's the world that is that's gone guys you need to think again because these schools are not neutral Parents need to rethink their, their their current model of how they're going to educate their kids. You turn your kids over to highly trained indoctrination profession, professionals for a minimum. This is, this is yeah, I've got to say this. A minimum of 10,800 hours of instruction, i.e. indoctrination, between kindergarten and 12th grade. Guys, we need to find a way to we need to find a way back to regain the influences. Uh, most important, inf uh, uh, you know, the most important and influential voices in the lives of our children. That should be mom, and that should be dad, grandparents, but mostly mom and dad. We've gone so far down this path. That it's going to take us just as long, if not longer, to get back. Our child's future depends upon this. If you think that I'm just an angry, right-wing, Christian, conservative. Guys, let me tell you, I'm not. I have a heart for people. I've got a lot of faults. I really do. And when kids' minds, souls, lives are being destroyed by people you don't even know, people you might meet two or three times a year at a, at a parent-teacher conference, there's a problem. Those are your kids. The worst analogy ever is it takes a village to raise a kid. No, no, stop it. It takes a parent. It takes two parents, I'm sorry, to raise a child. 
forget the village, forget the public school system. I'm going to get more involved in this because like I said in my last podcast, this is the head. This is why we have little socialists running around. I'm not going to repeat that podcast. Go back and listen to it. Anyway, so Common Core was supposed to be, like we said, increase your intelligence, most of all your your test scores. From 2012 to 2019, homeschool children has had a 2.5 to 5.0 increase over public school kids on their SATs. I'm sorry, that would be the ACT test. Sorry. SAT school scores are very parallel to that. So it started out when they started doing the polls, I guess, when they started actually not polls, but started paying attention, started documenting scores of the public school. Now, the private schools are still below the homeschool, but they are far ahead of the public school system. So we're taking a 2012 poll it's not a poll sorry it's it's actual data 2.5 points higher homeschool kids over public school that has risen to almost five points in the ACT score that's a lot I remember my ACT score and I will never ever divulge that to you (laughs) my wife's still trying to get that out of me but five points guys that goes totally against everything that the inception of Common Core was about doesn't it now Like I said, you can't just come on here, Barry, and say things without backing up with facts. Look at the numbers. Now, it's going to be hard to find them because the masters of the universe will suppress this information. But if you do your due diligence and look for this stuff, you will see what I'm telling you is the truth. All right. Give you some more, some more stuff here. We got about six minutes. These are words from David Campbell, the architect of Common Core, who then became president of the College Board that produces the ACT, the SAT, the pre-SAT, and the advanced placement tests. How convenient! Here we go. Number one, make sure our country's millions of children are indoctrinated through the Common Core and its social justice agenda, including LGBTQ dogma. Number two, allow Bill Gates, Microsoft, and vendors to make huge amounts of money by saturating schools with Common Core instructional materials, mostly digitized 
so that the content can be changed with the click of a mouse. Number three, hold students and teachers accountable to Common Core assessments. Number four, create a huge national database with personally intrusive information so that millions of students, their families, and educators can be tracked cradle to grave. Number five, make sure that students are dumbed down so they cannot read well nor develop their logical analytical higher reading skills thus leaving them open to low-level reading material saturated with left-wing indoctrination. Remember, listen to the words that come out of their mouth. Listen to what they write down. Listen to what they tweet. Listen to what they post on Facebook. Don't listen to what the mainstream media makes them out to be. We know what the mainstream media has made about Al Sharpton. I could go on, but I'm not, okay? Listen to the words that come out of their mouth. You can't refute that. That is pretty damning. I really hope you don't think that I'm some reincarnation or of Alex Jones I, I know how this stuff sounds and I don't I don't want to come on here all the time and give everybody bad news and you know you got to dig for this stuff this country is under attack it's under assault we have people that want power Lindsey Graham during the he's the senator from South Carolina said you want power, and I pray to God you never get it. That soundbite, I still listen to it, and it just resonates with me so much. That is exactly what they want. And it's not power to control just the basic government. It's the power to control you. This is a socialist agenda. Where else can a socialist, two socialists, because I'm putting Elizabeth Warren in there and Bernie Sanders run on the Democratic side and intelligent people will look at you and say the Democratic Party is not socialist nor are they trying to take our country towards socialism. You had two socialists running for the presidential nominee in your party there's a disconnect somewhere please do your homework please understand what the left is trying to do they have gotten this far because we have set back and let them do it we have set back and let them put specific words into bills or the title of Common Core or they they have changed the meanings of words. They're successful. I'll give them that. They're tenacious. I'll give them that. You want to be Russia? You want to be Venezuela? Or do you want your country back? I want my country back. I am going to fight. 
I hope you will too. Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe I'll use um, Solinsky's uh, one of his rules to just kind of move on because don't become old news, right? Barry, don't keep talking about the same thing because you're going to lose people. Well, I'm probably going to move on. I just want you to know the previous podcast and the podcast to come. These three here are the most important because it's the head. It's the head of the beast, the educational system. How else do you have little socialists running around? Because you teach them to be good adult socialists. God bless. Stay safe. Don't litter. And would it kill you to hold the door open for an old lady or to carry her groceries in? Make America great again. I love you guys.